0: This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. time jesus let him say it and didn't say a word back he was acknowledging the fact that he was that messiah and the only way he could be a messiah and the son of david is he had to be born of a woman jesus is all man as man he was david's son jesus is all god as god he was david's lord the only way that you can reconcile who jesus was was the fact that jesus was the god man As God, he was David's Lord. As man, he was David's son. And that's why in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah prophesied and said it like this. For unto us, child is born. Unto us, a son is given. The child was born on Christmas morning. The son was given as a gift from God, his eternal son, co-equal. Eternally existent with God the Father forever. Now look, Jesus is teaching. What's he want these guys to think? I can understand that this is a bit advanced theology, but it's not beyond any of us to understand. Jesus is asking this question to these Pharisees because they had debated this over and over again. And he says, I want you to understand something. The only possible answer, the only possible way to reconcile who Messiah is is Jesus says you're looking at him. Because I am both the son of David and David's Lord. I am the lamb slain. I am the conquering king. I am the Messiah. I am the Messiah. I like what the Bible says. Jesus is right here. Do you see him? Jesus is speaking to these Pharisees. And Jesus is burned. He wants them to know that he is their only hope for everlasting life. And that the message of Christ is I am the son of David. But I want you to take your Bibles and turn with the book of Revelation, chapter number 22. Don't be scared of the book of Revelation. Don't be afraid. Jesus in his earthly ministry, he wants everybody to know. He wants the Pharisees to know that he is the Messiah. That he is both all God and all man, the son of David. David's son and David's Lord. And in his earthly ministry before he ever went to the cross, what's he telling? What's he want these Pharisees to understand? That he is the Messiah, the only hope for everlasting life. Now, as he speaks to the church and all the ages to come until Jesus calls his church home, what's the message of Christ? Verse number 16 of Revelation 22. The Bible says, I, Jesus... I have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. What's that mean? He says, oh, you know, I'm the son of David. But not only am I the son of David, I am the root of David. What's that mean? Where's, what's the root? The root's where it begins. He says, I'm where David came from, but I'm also the offspring of David. He says, I'm not only his son as his offspring, but I'm his Lord at his root. And Jesus testifies the fact that he is Messiah. He is eternal God. He says, I am David's beginning. I am David's ending. I am David's son. I am David's Lord. You see, Jesus makes something very simple. He says... Pharisees, I'm asking you this question because I want you to think and I want you to ask more questions because I want you to understand that I am the fulfillment of your Old Testament prophecies. And you know what Jesus is saying to you today? Jesus is saying to you, I'm asking you this question because I want you to know that I am the hope for everlasting life. I want you to know that I am the hope for peace in your soul. I want you to know that I am the hope for your family. I am the hope for your children. I am the hope for joy. The only hope that you have. I want you to know I love you. And what you need is me. That's what Jesus preaches and Jesus wants you to know. He said it in His ministry. He said it in the book of Revelation to the churches. He says, I want you to know something i'm everything that you need and when you have questions keep asking them because you need to hear from heaven you see jesus gives us an authority in the word of god jesus gives us an understanding of our savior that he is the messiah and thirdly the points go like this know your authority know your savior number three check your answers check your answers Now, what happened? I'll show you verse number 42. Jesus asked the question, whose son is he? They say to him, the son of David. I mean, Jesus says, whose son is Messiah? They immediately say, well, he's the son of David. Right. They gave a really quick answer. They gave the right answer, but they did not understand their answer. And so the Bible concludes in this passage of Scripture, no man was able, verse 46 To answer him a word, neither durst any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. This passage gives us the sense that they didn't have the courage to ask any more questions. This passage gives us the idea that they didn't want, they were afraid of the answer. I had this house uh, in Knoxville for several years. I did a very dumb thing. I bought a little house. In 2008, and anybody that knows anything about 2008 knows it was a terrible idea. I bought a little house in Knoxville in 2008 that Ruth and I and the boys lived in. When we moved from Knoxville to North Carolina, I was stuck with it, so I rented it. It was a total nightmare. I'm a terrible landlord. I mean, awful, awful landlord. Uh, I did one time uh, evict a disabled veteran and his 90-year-old grandmother. Uh, Is that awful? After they owed me $5,000, I did evict them finally. But I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. I'm a terrible landlord. But I remember that sore subject of my little house in Knoxville. It was awful. It was a total financial disaster. It was a liability. Finally sold it, praise the Lord. But I remember that house, I hated it. How many of you ever had something that you just hated like that? And so, you know, I would drive, I would be preaching in Knoxville, drive through Knoxville. I have a house in Knoxville. You know what I'd do? I'd pretend that the thing did not even exist. You can forget it. I mean, I knew about where it was off the interstate. And when we went past it on the interstate, I turned my head the other way. <laughs> and just keep going. I mean, there were times that I would go a year without even driving by the house. You know why? Because I didn't want to be reminded of the mistake that I'd made. I didn't ask questions about it. You know why? Because I didn't want to know the answers. Hated it. I hated it. I avoided it at all costs, unless I just had to. Now, how many of you remember math class? Oh. My father in was a math teacher. How many of you remember the teacher saying, All right, you've done your homework, check your answers? How many of you, are like me, when they said, Check your answers, cold chills ran down your spine because you didn't want to have to check your answers? You know why I didn't want to check my answers? Because every time I checked my answers, I found out I'd made a bunch of mistakes. It was terrible. I did not. Want to check my answers. I did not want to ask the questions necessary to see where I was wrong. Because I'm a man with a sin nature. I don't like to be wrong. How many of you are with me? I don't like being wrong. The you said, check your answers. And you know what happened? If I would take the time to ask the questions and check my answers, I'd find out where I went wrong. I could make the corrections and turn in work that was right and accurate. Now, the subject matter that we're dealing with today is far more important than multiplication and addition and subtraction on a homework paper. But God is asking you to do something. Check your answers. Check your answers. These guys, when Jesus put them on their heels, and what they'd always believed to be true, proved to be wrong. You know what they did? They said, I'm not asking any more questions. I'm just going to keep going in my error and do my own thing Because I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to have to acknowledge that I made a mistake. I don't want to have to admit that I didn't understand. And I'll tell you something. In matters of life and eternity, if you are unwilling to keep asking questions, until you understand what it is God wants you to do with your life, until you understand what it really means to have your sins forgiven and your soul washed clean, until you really know what it means to be filled with the Spirit, saved by grace through faith, Until you really know what it means to understand what Jesus can and will and desires to do for you. Until you come to the place where you understand and experience the peace that passes understanding. The joy unspeakable and full of glory. Until you come to the place where you know that you know that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. I want to encourage you to do something. Don't stop asking questions. Keep going to the authority, the Word of God. Keep seeking the Savior, the only Savior, Jesus. And I can promise you this, if you'll ask, you'll find. If any man like wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men, liberally and upbraideth not. Hey, folks, keep asking. Keep asking, because there's some things that's not a big deal to be wrong about. Look, it's a bit expensive, but the whole house thing in Knoxville, it's over. It was a bit painful, but we made it through math class, didn't we, Matthew? Finally. No big deal. It's over. But I want you to know something. Eternity is way too long to be wrong about the matters of your eternal soul and about the matters of your responsibilities as a child of God for the sake of your family. So I can't help but believe there's folks asking questions. God's word to you this morning is don't stop. Don't stop. Ask God, ask the preacher. Ask faithful Christian people. Ask questions. Get answers. And do not be satisfied until you've experienced the peace that only God can give. What would have happened to these Pharisees that day if they had said, if all their buddies went went away and they walked up to Jesus and said, Hey, look, I don't completely understand what you said. What do you think Jesus would have done? Depart from me. No. I think Jesus would have opened the scriptures and explained to him the truth of Messiah. And if that Pharisee had let his buddies go away and he said, Hey, listen, I don't understand everything you said, you know what Jesus would have done? He'd have preached to him Jesus and given him all the answers that he needed to have perfect saving faith. But what'd they do? They didn't check their answers. They said, He's the son of David. And that was good enough for them. And no man from that point forth durst ask him any questions. My message to you is this. Actually, God's message to you is this. Don't stop asking questions. Get your heart right with God. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at ChilhoweeBaptistChurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.